deep fakes, artificial intelligence, high-tech fakery. Have you ever wondered about the artificial intelligence technology used to make deep fakes? Well, stay tuned, because in this episode, number 2114, the CG Bros will be doing a deep dive into that subject when they answer the commonly asked question, what do you think of AI deep fake technology? On the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. Well, hello. Welcome to the CG Insider Podcast, especially if this is your first podcast with us. I just want to welcome you aboard and say it's really great to be with you today. And before we get started, I wanted to say, uh, you know, we've been getting some really great numbers with the podcasts, and, and they seem to be just getting better and better. So we really appreciate your, your uh, tuning in and, and telling your friends about us. Um, I also need to tell you that I've been looking forward to this podcast for a couple weeks now. Uh, I'm Bill Johnston. I'm Sean Johnston. And we're the CG Bros. Uh, do you ever hear people throwing around the term deep fake and wonder what the heck they're talking about? I do. Um, do, do you ever wonder how deep fake is being used, you know, for good and for evil? Uh, or is it even something, you know, we should even be worried about? Uh, we're here to give you an honest take on on what deep fakes are. And, and we're a couple of cool guys that kind of know what we're talking about. So, uh, you know, you're in the right place if you're if this kind of uh, talk about deep fakes interests you. Uh, this is episode 2114. Uh, the CG Bros Insider Podcast, and we're going to answer these very questions and and, and discuss, you know, uh, a specific question that we got on our Ask Anything page at our website, cgbros.com, by Jonathan T. Uh, out of, out for, from Atlanta, Georgia, and Jonathan asks, what do you think of deepfake technology? And so by the end of today's podcast, you'll know what uh, deepfakes are and how they're made, um, how they're being used, and maybe some of the concerns that you should have surrounding the creation and, and, and use. So um, we're going to talk about things that you should definitely be thinking about uh, to make sure that you don't fall prey to some of these deep fakes. You know, you don't, nobody likes to be a victim. So this is a pretty serious topic, and I, I don't think it gets as much attention as it should. Um, so let's go ahead and start with uh, defining exactly what deep fakes are. Sean, you want to answer that? Yeah, I can start with that. Well, the common understanding for most people is uh, where you have videos created where a famous person's face, for example, swapped or replaced with another person's face. Um, recently, most people probably understand or see uh, on the TikTok world where Tom Cruise's face was put on top of uh, an impersonator uh, named Miles Fisher. And that uh, TikTok video or a couple of those videos actually garnered over a million views. Oh, that was on a late night show, I think. Wasn't it a comedy show or something? Well, I don't know if it actually was on a comedy show. I just, okay. you know, at least in the TikTok world, I mean, that that was something that I actually saw on a news feed um, mm -hmm. and pretty impressive. You know, he, he's he's golfing and he's talking to the camera. He's got a, you know, lollipop or sucker in his mouth. And it uh, really looks and he puts his uh, glasses on, looks just mm -hmm. like Tom Cruise. And it was crazy <laughs> how amazing that looked. So, you know, the deep fake uh, is, is basically a AI generated synthetic media of all kinds. And, you know, you the most common is uh, at least now is, is uh, making uh, using videos and at least photos as well, but mostly videos. Um, and it, it really, it can include anything from image or video to um, deep fake text and deep fake uh, audio as well. Well, the word deep fake actually combines a couple terms, I think. It combines the terms deep learning and fake and it's kind of contraction. Uh, and it's a form of artificial intelligence, like you said, that that is able to look at images uh, and videos and any, any kind of reference, like you said, even audio files, it doesn't really matter what, it's basically data. It, yeah. it, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, deep learning is a subset of AI and, you know, 
the algorithms go through and, and it learns and can make intel intelligent decisions based on the arrangement of the data. Um, yes, and, so and I believe it's I mean, I, the actual name Deepfake, I think, started in in Reddit somewhere where there was a, a, a guy named Deepfake who was actually doing face swapping and making videos and things like that early in like 2015, 2016 timeframe. Wow. But uh, yeah, I mean, the first the first uh, famous one was probably that I saw was um, actor Jordan Peele. Uh, when he uh, calib uh, collaborated with uh, BuzzFeed and then um, created a deep fake of Barack Obama. Do you remember seeing that? You know, seeing is believing. I, I saw it and I believed every second of it. It was amazing. <laughs> I mean, it was amazing. Um, I know it was a public service announcement, but wow, it it was trying to increase the awareness of deep fakes. And it was pretty shocking when I first saw it used. Well, that kind of kind of brings up the question, you know, is seeing believing, you know, I mean, you know, a lot of people have, have, you know, through the years have different terms for, you know, different sayings for about seeing things. You know, I'll believe it when I see it, mm -hmm. uh, you know, or are you going to believe me or your lying eyes kind of thing. Right. Um, that's scary. <laughs> you know, if, if with this deep stake fake stuff, um, you're it's it's to the point where you it's getting, if not impossible to tell, uh, virtually impossible to tell. And and before long, it's, it will be impossible to tell. So there's there's no 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 dis really disputes that. Um, yes. And. You know, I guess you could call call uh, CGI face replacement plate replacement in the uh, latest Tron movie of Jeff Bridges. But, you know, now with with that and, uh, you know, some of the other things you've probably seen in recent movies like uh, Blade Runner 2049, where Rachel's face was done with CGI. And then, of course, Peter Cushing, you know, those, I guess, could be early versions of this, but it, they're they're not as realistic as some of the stuff I'm seeing now that you can be, that can be done with your phone. It's It's crazy how amazingly real it is today. Yeah, there's a couple, you know, towards the end of the podcast, we'll kind of tell you how you guys can get into to uh, to get into the deep fake world as well yourselves if you're interested. But uh, but yeah, you can do it on your cell phone. There's apps on on computer, PC. There's apps uh, on tablet. I mean, it, it, it's it's and a lot of them are free. That's the that's the scary thing. I mean, the the danger of, of deep fake technology because you know in the hands of so many people, even in the hands of so few people, you know, when it was for, when it was new, you know is the power to make people believe something that's real, not real, or, or is real, I should say, when it's not. Um, that, you know, with, uh, with all the controversies going around, swirling around today with, the, you know, the elections and, and uh, you know, politics and, and you know what, I mean, everything really. Sure, um, yeah. You know, if you, can, if you can create realistic videos or realistic audio or realistic any data, really, when you think about it, any digital data can be synthetically created through this use of AI and deep fake technology, this deep learning um, you know, it's, it's going to be more than just replacing the face of one person with another. Yes. Yes. And you know, how it's, how actually deep fakes are created was kind of an interesting thing for me. Cause I really didn't know, I kind of knew uh, the basics of it, but I think, um, actually doing research on it, finding out how it's, how the actual computer deep learning is using the model that they're using, um, was really fresh, uh, uh, amazing to me. Um, you know, GAN, I didn't even know what that term meant. So, General oh, yeah, yeah. adversarial mm -hmm. network. I mean, what is that? Um, that I, I'm, I, so I had to actually look it up myself and try and find out. So it's basically two neural networks that compete with each other in a game. Um, and, you know, generally uh, generating deep fake example, like for videos and things like that, or a photo, one network is, is trying to recreate an image of a face while the other portion of the, the other network is trying to detect the problems with that image based on what it knows to be a real image of that person. And so it goes back and forth between, you know, image refining and then the other detection, um, you know, the they call it the discriminator 
um, network is is saying, no, no, this is this isn't right. What this is uh, there's errors with this, which then tells the other network to start refining it and getting better and trying to get it closer and closer to it. Yeah. To a point where what happens is the the uh, the generator learns to make data that is indistinguishable or photos indistinguishable from real data. And you know what's really impressive about what you're, that technology is it it detects its own flaws is really what you're saying. It, yeah. it goes in, it says, okay, here, where, where did I where did I make an error and self corrects itself and learns about that. And it, I'll tell you what it it uh, as far as the the success rate of, of improving on on the uh, the algorithm you know on itself it's it's uh, it's it's almost flawless. Right, and it's getting better and better and better and better. So the more it finds flaws and the more data it actually can can get. F- for that, uh, you know, um, data crunching or, yep. you know, calculations, it, it's going to get more and more real. You know, I think, I think that's a real problem. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing, honestly, because pe- people have, have, have a lot of behavioral ticks and quirks and, and the way you, 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 you posture your body and the, and your, the body language that you, that you're emoting, that you're communicating, uh, because of your emotional state, you know, in your mind, um, Technology is getting really, really sophisticated at recognizing and, and detecting all those things. Or what you know, in, in the animation world, we call them tells. You know, in human mm-hmm. posture and, and body language. I mean, those are the things that really different uh, differentiate. You know, one person from another. You know, how they hold their body, how the, what their gait of their walk is. You know, how they how they hold their their head. You know, what they how, what they do with their hands. You know, and, and their arms. Um, well, yeah. Should should we be worried about defects? Should people be worried about defects? Well, it's funny you should even ask that. Um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, the uh, I was reading an article where the FBI was warning that uh, um, you know companies should be really watching out for uh, deep fakes because they they really feel it's going to be the next big cybersecurity threat, um, mostly to businesses right now uh, because you can you know go into to uh, you know create you can fake create fake business partners you know over video. You can impersonate existing employees. You can you know if you're a really you know high flutin CEO. Uh, of some company, you know, there's going to be a lot of deep fakers out there trying to, you know, ex- you know, they could extort you. I mean, given that you've you've had probably a lot of, you know, training data or or you've appeared on a lot of news shows or whatever, they're going to have a lot of, you know, uh, biometric stuff to analyze and and come up with some pretty convincing counterfeits, if you will. And that's really what deep fake is. It's it's coming up with counterfeits. It's ca- it's a counterfeiting. Uh, technology, I, I think, in the end, it's not. And I know that's not a positive trait, but mm-hmm. you know, there the, the people need to watch out. Which, and, and even insurance companies, they're they're looking at saying, well, the, the threat for, from deep fakes is so big, they're they're thinking they might not insure these companies against losses due to deep fake videos out there. Um, I mean, it's it's going to cost. They estimate it costing trillions of dollars to the economy. So, you know, yes, and not to mention, business. yeah, and yes, not to mention uh, revenge porn things that are going on right now, you know, um, that's going, that's going on a lot. And, you know, political figures saying and doing things that are fabricated, uh, religious desecration. And, and that could be huge for, you know, some of the larger, uh, or, you know, religious organizations. If somebody says something or desecrates something and it's not real, or they're saying something that's not real. I mean, gosh. Well, I know, well, we're used to seeing it in, in, you know, used as comedic or, or satirical tools, you know, funny videos online and, uh, yeah, on the late that, night shows too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, there's no, there's no, uh, you know, we're we're all used to the funny stuff, but you know, it's also being used to your point to to humiliate and and harass individuals. I know. I mean, I know it's happening. Like you mentioned, a lot in the entertainment, adult entertainment industry, where you know people are putting 
likenesses of mainstream celebrities on adult actors and actresses while they're having, you know, while they're act quote acting. Yes. Um, well, and, you know, and some, I, go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say, uh, I was just going to say, I think some of them are really offended by it and, and it's and because it's, it's really kind of tasteless. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, you know, there are others that just, you know, may, might want their licensing cut, uh, honestly. Well, right. And then there's also the, you know, the, the everyday person who, um, you know, their, their loved one or ex loved one was, uh, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, puts that on somebody else's uh, body and then, uh, you know, publishes it, you know, trying to, you know, get, sends it to your employer or whatever. I mean, that's, that's, that's uh scary stuff. You know, I could, I could easily see where, uh, you know, that could, that's really harm. I mean, obviously it's going to harm harmful. And I, I would think people, people, I mean, if it got really bad, I could easily see, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I haven't looked it up, but uh, I'm sure there's people who've committed suicide over, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's your reputation. If you have your rep- reputation destroyed, you know, um, yes. that's, that's, hard to that's get back. everything yeah. for a lot of, a lot of folks. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, uh, you know, speaking about the, the deep fake technology and, you know, we didn't, I don't know if we, we spoke about the, the ones that actually write um, articles or, and then have a complete fake article with fake citing. Um, you know, it, it just, it's, it's amazing how, how kind of scary that is, as well as, you know, just the AI to clone a person's voice. I was, I was online just recently at, uh, I go to an online um, YouTube channel called Two Minute Papers. And then there's an AI clone uh, example there that can listen to a, po- a voice for five seconds and it can clone your voice and you can enter the text and it says it just the way you would have said it, it or very, very close. Um, super scary. That's pretty amazing. That's, that's, that's pretty amazing. I, I, I it's, and it, it's so quick too. That's the thing that's kind of surprising. Yeah. Five seconds. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty strange. Um, you know, I think, um, you know, you're asking, you know, should we be worried about deep fakes? I, I think, I think, uh, you know, we should, and I don't think there's too many areas. I mean, that are good, um, good areas. I mean, there's always education. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there are, there are, good things that you can use deep fakes. Yes. Yeah, so well, uh, let's discuss some of those good uses of deep fakes, you know, since people are freaked out yeah, right now. Kind of, kind of slim. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. we'll come back to the freak out part, but yeah, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I mean, uh, some of them are um, obviously is what they call democracy, democratizing the costly VFX technology. You know, um, like I said before, creating, you know, somebody who's been, who's passed away in a video that you'd like to see, um, you know, him still alive and there's nothing, you know, you can't do it. So you recreate him, um, in a new, um, a new movie, for example. So you don't really have to, even if a person passes away and you love the guy or girl, um, then you can kind of recreate that person using deep fake. And, uh, it's pretty, pretty cool. You know, it's, oh. it's, it's a powerful tool for even independent storytellers for, you know, a fraction of the cost that would take you to create something that in my opinion, doesn't look as good. Uh, a CGI version, you know. I agree. So, so it'll allow us to, I mean, defakes will basically, you know, allow us to see things that no longer exist or have never existed. Um, you know, and, and we, we're, we're aware of a lot of the applications right now in the education entertainment uh, industry, mm-hmm. um, you know, but it's, it's, it has, you know, I think it has a lot of potential to, to be used for good. Um, you know, even in a, uh, we talked a couple uh a couple podcasts ago uh, about a similar technology I was reading about. Um, and uh, gosh, which article was that? 
But anyway, it was talking about how how uh, this new technology that's coming out now by IBM enables your loved one to live on as as avatars of themselves after they passed away. I mean, it's a pretty kind of creepy idea, but um, you know, it's it's getting a lot of a lot of uh, interesting attention. Um, basically, what it does is it it they try to make the loss of a of a loved one for surviving family members easier to take, and so what they do is they. They uh, get you know all their social media posts. They get a lot, all their all their video, all their images, and they combine them into a virtual avatar that uh, can can speak and uh, you know it uses you know their, their voice data, so it synthesizes their voice and 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 even the way they were texting, you know, the, you know writing their text or, or emailing that that all goes into making that person's pers- quote personality, their, their virtual personality. Um, yes, or and, or if they can't speak anymore, you know they have ALS or something. That's it. It can be used for that as well. Exactly, exactly. And they've already kind of done done it for what uh, Tupac Shakur. You know, we, we've all they're bringing back old artists and just putting their, their right. faces yeah. on on newer newer actors. Yeah, I, think, I remember uh, Digital Domain did that one. That was pretty Whitney, impressive. Whitney Houston, I think, is is was also done uh, pretty effectively. Yeah. So I mean, that those those are the, a lot of the positive things. There's also. Um, you know, I think David Beckham just recently did a commercial for a good cause uh, malaria, which is pretty impressive. Um, it was a deep fake um, and the positive side of things where he actually spoke in English. And then I think it was about eight, seven to eight different other languages. And all it did is it, it grabbed a, a, a picture of his face and, and made his lips move exactly the way uh, and had somebody else do the, uh, the voice. Um, and it was it was really amazing. Um, so you can actually use a, a personality or somebody who's got a lot of influence and then use that uh, for a good cause. Yeah. You were talking about uh, talking earlier. Uh, well, actually uh, was it earlier this week. I don't know. You had sent me a video of, of uh, some deep fake uh, technology where they had made the Mona Lisa uh, oh, yeah. come to life. Yeah. I, I thought that was, that was pretty gosh darn amazing. Uh, I mean, she, she smiled and was blinking and uh, it, it was, it was, it was, un- it was, kind of creepy in a way because it looks so real. I mean, we're, we're getting to a place where the technology is so good that, you know, we're going to, we're going to surpass that uncanny Valley. You know, I was talking about all the tells and stuff that, mm-hmm. that computers are, I mean, they're constantly learning. They're constantly watching our performance and how we communicate and what words go with what gestures and pretty soon. And, and it's particularly with each individual person, all they have to do is look through your, your Facebook page and uh, watch some of your videos and they'll be able to, you know, listen to your voice. Like you said, in five seconds, come up with a voice that you, that, that is believable. And so, you know, power like that in the right hands and, you know, used for good is going to be, is is very good. Yeah. Um, And I, I think what you said earlier about education Um, and then that video I sent you, um, they also had in that video, which I was blown away by was some of the old uh, historical photographs of some of the presidents and they're using using deep uh, deep fake uh, technology AI um, to recreate, you know, colorize it, and then um, you know look for similar attributes of the face, the eyes, the nose, the mouth, the skin, hair. Recreate the guy, um, you know, like Lincoln. And um, God, the Lincoln was amazing, you know, black and white. And now he's sitting there looking at you in color, and it looks so real. It was, it was amazing. And he could, you know, they, I don't know, they wouldn't have obviously a, a recording of his voice, but JFK's, they had recording of his voice and they, they did a uh, AI generated, uh, you know, the end of the cold war speech, which he never delivered after, you know, cause he was, he was assassinated, but mm-hmm. that was pretty amazing. Especially some of the people who are actually in Dallas when he was, uh, 
you know, assassinated, they were actually around that and, and to hear him actually, you know, um, deliver that speech, um, yeah. you know, th- that's, that's, that's where the positive thing I think is, is recreating those old photographs that are damaged, you know, have water damage or colorizing them because it, to me, you know, there's people that are like, oh no, it looks so much better in black and white. Well, yeah, I mean, it, there is, it does. Um, but at the same time, when you, when you colorize it, it, it brings it into a, you know, brings it, you know, the past forward and it almost yeah, looks like, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a normal looking person. I mean, I look at those black and whites and some of them, they just look angry. They look cold and bitter. And, you know, a lot of them obviously didn't smile because that's, they were, they were told not to smile, but now they still for like several minutes I, from what I understand. Oh yeah. To, uh, to even longer than that. And, and, yeah. and this AI actually can make them smile and, and, you know, and age them and make them younger and add facial hair. And it's, you know, I think that's pretty cool. Um, that's a cool technology. I think, uh, you know, there's a couple other things that are really, really neat. Uh, I can go on a couple of times, you know, interrupt yeah, you, stop me if you, if, All right. <laughs> okay, but uh, if you want to say something, but um, you know, just, just using, you know, AI to, to increase the frame rate of, of old, movies so you know i saw one that was at 40k or 40k 4k uh 60 frames a second of you know a video on youtube where you're going through um you know san francisco and um that and they have another one in new york city at 4k and 60 frames a second it looks amazing nothing yeah, stuttering stabilized it they've repaired the, they digitally repaired it yeah know. and it synthesized the the in-betweens you know yeah. of, of of the steppiness of it and it, and it looks amazing. I mean, I've even seen them use that technology to do anime films um, where they're, they're turning those anime into, um, you know, 60 frames a second. And it looks it's so smooth and it just kind of it's 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 eerie. It's eerie, but cool. You know, I'd recommend just to kind of take a quick, you know, for anybody really interested in just seeing a quick example of what AI is doing. Um, you know, there's a there's a great website called this person does not dot com. Yeah. Um, you know, head over there and you can see how just amazing uh, uh, this deep fake technology is, uh, especially when it comes to creating images of people that don't exist. Because that's I think that's pretty much what the site uh, kind of does. But I mean, these people appear just as real as you and me, Sean. Yeah, I've seen those pictures. They're hard. You wouldn't be able to tell. I mean, I can't tell. You know, I, mean, they- I think the, I think the first thing that made me aware of deep fake was uh, I think I watched the, the Matrix starring Will Smith. <laughs> oh yeah yeah there's a couple of guys on youtube that are really good at doing that replacing the faces so it's amazing well we've talked about some of the good uses of of uh of uh deep fakes and some of the, the the awful uses you know you were talking about audio you know being manipulated as well it actually happened in 2019 when i was you know a cyber criminal used an ai-based software to impersonate a ceo's voice uh, that's i was trying to figure out where i had seen that but uh they uh, demanded uh, and got a transfer of two hundred and forty-three thousand dollars by sounding like the CEO. Oh my gosh! No, I didn't. I didn't even hear that. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Did you hear about the, you know, some of the um, what they call it's it's a technique called in painting. It's a conservation process where damaged paintings or you know on the walls and things like that are missing parts of the artwork, and what AI can do there in a positive way, uh, machine learning also can can mm-hmm. uh, replace those parts. Um, that were damaged or just, you know, aren't there any longer and fill those things out based on, you know, it's learning technology. So it, those kind of things are really a positive thing. 
um, you know, we're talking obviously in the visual side of things, cause that's kind of where we're at, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, I even saw one where they were removing, um, rain and snow from a photograph. I thought that was pretty impressive too. Mm. Um, looking really good. So, yeah, I mean, the, the ability to synthesize data of, of any type is, it should, should really, is both powerful and, and intimidating and just for its force for good and for evil. You know, so if some, some of you guys want to get into some of uh, this deep faking stuff, um, how do you get into it? Um, you know, I was talking, we were talking earlier about some some apps that are out there. Um, there's something called uh, Deep Face Lab for Windows. It's it's a free program. And uh, it's apparently so what they say is 95% of the deep fakes that are created out there on, on YouTube are created with it. I don't know. It uh, looks, looks pretty good. Um, there's a, a software program called FaceSwap, also for Windows. It's on the Mac and Linux as well, but it's free. Um, that's, that's a pretty good price, huh, for doing some pretty sophisticated AI. Oh, yeah. Stuff, and, right? you know, it, here's another thing. I forgot to talk about the, the another one more positive thing that just kind of came to my mind. Yeah, go for it. Was when you take, you know, old photographs, let's say, in your family, and you've got, um, you know, ones where you've taken, you know, obviously with the older cameras where you're, you, you know, you don't, you don't know they're bad until you've already developed the film, right? Um, not like today's uh, cameras. Film? What's that? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, so you go, oh shoot! I just shot a whole roll roll of of my family, and they're blurry, or you know, somebody's hands in the way, or you know, whatever, and they're just low resolution. A lot of this deepfake um, can also bring back that image um, and make it look like it's not blurry anymore. It's it's uh, it's pretty amazing. Um, go check it out online. It, it, there's a, a lot of reference to that where they're taking low rim, low uh, resolution images and then bringing them back where they're blurry. Um, you know, it's, have you seen those? Uh, I've seen a couple of examples of them. It's, it's pretty amazing stuff. It's yeah, they just can, amazing. It's, it seems impossible. Right. And you're in, and they can get it up to a super resolution. So you can get, you know, something that's like a really small, you know, like 72 DPI and get it all the way up to, you know, thousands or 500 um, just by doing this. It's uh Amazing stuff. Amazing. That is amazing. I can't wait till, you know, I'm looking forward to somebody taking some old, you know, movies, movie audio tracks mm-hmm. and creating entirely new movies from the soundtrack of the movie. Of yes. The movies. You know, yes. With new actors and virtual actors, maybe, uh, you know, they can even take, use the original movie to, to, you know, analyze it and see what the, with all, you know, analyze all the shots, all the camera angles, all the, the motion of the characters you know, how it's all put together and, and maybe just set up a different camera and kind of reshoot the movie uh, with virtual actors. I you're just using the soundtrack. And I think that's, that's pretty, have, have you seen, I'd love to see that. Yeah. I, I would love to see that. Have you seen where they've actually generated new f- uh, frontal views of people's faces by just looking at the side of the person's face? You know, it, Sean, nothing surprises me anymore because this deep fake technology is is at another level. It just it just is. I mean, the the ability of the of the computer to synthesize and simulate data in any form means that it can virtually do simulate and synthesize anything. Yeah, and, uh, right. Anything and you, you can think of, you know. Yeah, cartoons from realistic photographs. Music. I yeah. mean, they 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 analyze music and say, okay, hey, pump me out a song that's five minutes long in the key of G. Uh, in the style of Mozart, and and the AI can do it, and it sounds just like Mozart. Uh, so, you know, it, it kind of pull, pulls into question a, a lot of things uh, through my mind that we could probably fill up into another podcast. So I'll, I'll go ahead and save it. Uh, oh, for sure. You got any last words, or we're kind of winding it down for this this uh, podcast? Yeah. Well, I mean, I know it's scary, um, and you know, to a it's lot hard of people, not to be a pessimist, right? right. I mean, it's 
But, you know, there's there are a lot of smart, smart people working on, uh, you know, detecting the deep fakes. And, you know, if we can if we can, you know, punish these people with severe, you know, uh, punishments for using the technology to harm people, I think that's something we definitely should be doing, um, you know, legislation or whatever they decide to do. But I think that would be something to, to you know, dissuade people from do, using it in a bad way, especially like revenge porn and that kind of stuff is just terrible. But then again, well, on the other hand, go people ahead. always call, call, call it, you know, fake news. What is fake news? You know, if you're putting out fake news, is that a fake video? Is that a fake image? Is that fake a fake news article? I mean, does right. is AI generated images and news fake news? I, you know, what what is it? Right. Yeah. Especially, I think it was, you know, Elon Musk. I think at one point it was had some technology for uh, generating articles. Um, you know, and and he said, no, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna release that to the public. So, yeah, I agree with you. But, you know, as far as the being scary, you know, it is um, because those deep fakes, um, you know, are, are great when you're trying to use the AI. You know, they have predicting AI uh, to identify actually deep fakes. Um, but that that system that that's trying to detect the, the uh, AI, you know, the deep fakes, yes, visual stuff, yeah. it relies on on a database um, to train itself. So you're looking at, you know, you know, you have celebrities, their faces are everywhere. Yeah. Um, so it's easy because there's a huge data set there across the internet to, to work with. But if you have a deep fake of somebody like your neighbor or something else like that, that's going to be a huge uh, problem detecting that, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, that's, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we could talk about. I mean, it's a very important discussion, which has a lot of other other facets to it that uh, we'll, we'll need to uh, talk in, a, in another uh, podcast about. But, you know, I, I think we're going to wind it up for today. It's, uh, we hope you guys really enjoyed our podcast. Um, as we try to answer Jonathan's question, you know, what do you think of AI deepfake technology? Thanks, Jonathan. Um, and thank you for being Thanks, with Jonathan. us today. Um, now you know what the heck people are talking about when they use the term deepfake and, and how it's being used um, and how it's being misused. Uh, we answered some concerns about Know how deep fake is being used and, and if you should even be worried about it. Uh, we did an interesting uh, dive into, I think, uh, some of the good aspects of uh, deep fake technology. And yep. if you found this podcast enjoyable or you found it valuable in some way, please share it with your friends. Uh, we do one of these podcasts every week uh, on different subjects uh, related to the creation of 3D CGI animation and digital effects work. So uh, if you have an idea for a podcast that you'd like to hear on CG Bros podcast, so just let us know, as Sean was mentioning earlier, yep. uh, by leaving us a comment in the comment session section below or uh, head over to our website at cgbros.com and go up to the About Us menu like Jonathan did and click on Ask Us Anything. Well, hey. And ask us your question there. Yeah, absolutely. We, you know, we really appreciate you being with us for today's podcast. So if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to hit the like button and click on the notification bell as usual. So you'll be notified of new podcasts and definitely subscribe to our channel so you won't miss out. We are uh, also broadcasting the audio version of this podcast on most major podcast platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We're looking forward to seeing you again next week uh, for the episode 2115, where we'll be answering the question, what are some of the best film examples of bad CGI and VFX? That should be really cool. CG you all next week. See you back here next week. Bye-bye. That's it for today. We hope you enjoyed the CG Bros answer to the question, what do you think of AI deepfake technology? Thanks for being with us. 
If you're watching on YouTube or other social media, please give us a like and make a comment. If you haven't yet subscribed, please hit the subscribe button. You can listen to our podcasts on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible.com, and Stitcher. Contact us on our website at thecgpros.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr, and Instagram. Oh, and don't forget to tell all your friends about this podcast series. Be sure not to miss the next episode when the CG Bros will answer the question, what are some of the best film examples of bad CGI and VFX? This has been episode 2114 of the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. See you next time.